I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And the voice that makes you moist, baby. Mmm, Marcus. I'm liking the inflections he's adding now. Oh, yes. I feel like we'll get to a point where his intro becomes so long, it'll be the podcast. Yes. Does does it it count, Marcus, if I come pre-moistened from all this I mean, yeah, yeah. You can definitely come pre-moistened. Okay. Just be ready for extra moisture, okay? It's already happening, man. It's already happening. Fans off. (laughs) What's going to be talk? We do chat a little bit before the show, so we do get a little moisture from that. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, boys, I'm a I'm in a state of optimism right now. Oh, why is that? Because and this is gonna mean nothing to a lot of people out there, but the Toronto Raptors are up three one on the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals, and if they win tonight, then they will have dethroned the Golden State Warriors and their dynasty in the NBA, and it's kind of cool. However, isn't, isn't Kevin Durant injured? Ke- Kevin Durant has been injured for the first four games, but is back tonight. Oh, shit. So if Kevin Durant can pull off the, the miracle for the Warriors and win three games in a row, I will scream a lot. But <laughs> he will have earned it. But I, mean, I, I really don't hope that that will happen because Toronto has home court advantage and people have a hard time playing in Toronto in the first place. So there's a chance, boys. There's a chance that... The bourgeoisie, the 1% that is Golden State, will be taken down by a Canadian powerhouse. Well, now we just need, like, a picture of you, Seth, on your knees, shirt ripped open with, you know, the Raptors painted on your chest. Yes, I'll have maple leaves come out of all my orifices. (laughs) Orify. Whatever. What's the plural? Orifices. uh, Really? That's the plural? It's so clunky. That's so lame. It's so clunky. I like orifices. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold the fuck up. The, the Raptors are a Canadian team? The, the the Toronto Raptors, yes. But they can play with Americans. They're the only uh, Canadian-based NBA team. Hmm. I had no clue. I thought it was all American teams. I mean, technically, it is only, it's called the National Basketball Association. And if, I mean, uh, you can define nation however you want if you're a private organization, so... So it should be the IBA. Yeah, that sounds that's too close to IBS. So <laughs> they didn't want to be associated with that. No, fair enough. But we're we're Americans. We'd be. But yeah, I don't really know what the rule is for why Toronto is just allowed to randomly have. I mean, our hockey teams play against theirs in like games. So I guess maybe it's all. Oh, you mean like games. the fucking Thrashers? Why do I know about the Thrashers? What team? Do is they that? still exist. Last time I checked, it was 
our team, Georgia's team. Oh, is that, is that Atlanta's team? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Charlotte Checkers. I don't know if they won their game over the weekend, but they got it all the way to, like, the finals of some hockey turn, like, hockey league thing. So, good luck. Good, good. Have shout out to the Charlotte Checkers. I mean, isn't there, like, one time a year when America goes and plays football against Japan or something like that? Like the Rice Bowl or something like that? We do that. I think it's a thing that happened. And usually it does not go well for, for, for the Japanese. I can't imagine it would go very well. Oh, I looked it up. The Checkers did win the Calder Cup Championship, whatever that means. Hell so, yeah, good Checkers. Good job, Charlotte Checkers. You guys are, you guys are Checkers. Great. Yeah. Why is it called Checkers here in the South, but then it's Carl's Jr. everywhere else? No, that, you're talking about Hardee's. It, that's <laughs> Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Wait, is it Rallies that I'm thinking of? Rallies is... Okay. So wait, yeah. we have two different food fast food chains that have two different names, depending on where they're same at. Same thing with White Castle and Crystal. Yeah, they're um, the same. They're owned by the same thing. Just, whoa, whoa, what? But yeah, actually, when the Checkers yeah. play up north, they're actually called the Charlotte Rallies. <laughs> which is which is very confusing because there's this, another city next to Charlotte called Raleigh. So it just look, it's very confusing for people who live here. My brain is breaking right now. She told me that Crystal and White Castle are owned by the same company. Yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah, dude. Um, it's like, what? They don't like ketchup on their tiny square burgers? Give them mustard. They ate that shit up. God, what I have to know now is, were they two separate companies that merged or like one bought the other? Or... Is it always been the same company that just calls them different different places in the country? Oh no, it was two companies. They both made really small hamburgers, and they came together <laughs> to make a regular small hamburger. <laughs> regular small hamburger. Yeah, they both made ones that were about half the size of a Crystal slash White oh, yeah. Castle burger, and they were like, "Hey, let's just make them a little bit bigger. We got something going." Boys, how do y'all feel about the uh, Impossible Burger? I want to try it. Me too. Yeah, I, I would put it in my mouth and swallow. I'm not against it. I just not heard about a high this. bar to clear, but all right. That's true. I mean, I just heard about this fruit. I mean, people know about it for a long time. There's this fruit that grows in like India and like South Asia and stuff called jackfruit. Have you guys heard of it? Oh yeah, the durian. Yeah, so jackfruits. Um, apparently, if you cook them properly, they will both they'll smell and taste like pork, even though they're straight up fruit. So that's another thing I'm willing to try. I'd be down to try a fruit that tastes like pork. I'm not, I'm not yeah. against it. Apparently, it smells awful as hell when you like first open it. Yeah, up, yeah, right? yeah. People say it tastes. It smells terrible. Um, well, to be fair, so does the inside of a pig. <laughs> that's true. That is what you're eating. Um, but yeah, the Impossible Burger. I'm so down to try it. I hear that. I think it's Burger King is thinking about rolling out one in certain stores. And they already have the Impossible Whopper. Oh, they do have it up north. Okay, so yeah, it's our it's out up there. So I think they're gonna, they're testing out in that market. And if it come if it comes out down here, then I will make my first trip to Burger King in maybe ten years and try out an Impossible Burger. Well, I was gonna say actually the scandal is that Burger King has been lying to people. They've been passing off regular beef as Impossible Burger. Well, I mean, then, yeah, that's how. You, that's how, that's how you, if you want to fool people, that's a good way to do it. Just don't fool them. <laughs> how crazy is it though that the scandal is not they were using meat substitute for their burgers? It's we were using burgers for our meat substitute. <laughs> you guys heard I mean, about it's cost effective. You guys heard about Jack in the Box, right? No. How they they claim that their their tacos are made with one hundred percent soy and there's no meat in them at all. Okay. Yeah, like if you like people, if you look it up, pe- people like go there and they're like, "Oh, I want the vegetarian stuff," and they're like, "Oh, that's just the regular ones." It's they claim that their chicken and beef tacos are made with one hundred percent soy products, 
and no one believes them, but all of their, like, um, all the stuff they put out online, all of their advertising com- claims that it's 100% soy, and no one mm-hmm. has 100% disproven it yet. <laughs> we need to do, like, a fucking investigative report on this shit. Yes. Like, not us. We're lazy. I mean, someone with qualifications. I mean, someone we could. With qualifications and uh, money. We, yeah. should, we could definitely take this podcast from Pod Divide. Come on. We could. Like, oh, yeah. has no on. scientist just gone over there and grabbed some of it, like put it in a microscope and no, said, oh yeah, this is totally fucking they're beef. busy making better Viagra or something. I don't think that Jack in the... I think that if you put Jack in the Box's food under a microscope, it disintegrates. So I don't really think <laughs> it's good for scientific experimentation. Jack in the Box yeah. is the craziest fast food restaurant in the fucking universe. Did you guys ever hear, real quick, by the way, what Viagra's initial purpose was? Yeah, it was like a heart medication, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but it also was intended to, like, reduce um, menstrual cramps, which it does. Mm-hmm. But they don't sell it for that purpose, and you really can't get it unless it's prescribed to you. So we have a drug that can help women with menstrual cramps, but instead we use it to <laughs> get hard. But we're hoarding it so we can Damn. keep erections. No, I, they're missing out on a huge opportunity. What you do is you just brand, like the menstrual thing is like, oh, women's Viagra for menstrual cramps, and then you sell them in a two-pack, mm-hmm. and then the, the husband and wife take them together, and they're both feeling good. God damn. Oh, yeah. I mean, Genius. I hate capitalism, but I'm pretty good at it right now. I mean, <laughs> I mean you've on. been forced to live with it your whole life. Yeah. So. Well, to be, to be fair, here's the thing. That's not technically capitalism. That's just smart uh, like packaging of a, of a thing people could use. Marketing. That's true. I mean, I think that, like, v- Viagra... Um, birth control, uh, like tampons, sanitary pads, um, anything. I think all that should be free. No matter oh yeah, what. for sure. If you want to, if you want to literally live a cleanly life and have some sex while you do it, I think that's entirely fine. I still don't. I've never understood why women have to pay for like all the stuff for periods when they literally can't control that they have periods. I don't. I've never understood that. Preach. And you guys I, remember how at the college we went to, you go to the health center and get a handful of condoms? The health yeah. centers at state universities are the uh, most amazing places ever. <laughs> I once saw a, a woman go in there, and this is not to shame her. This is not shaming her. This is just a funny thing she did that I thought was pretty baller. Was I was at the health centers. I was, I was sick. I was not about to have sex. I was sick. And <laughs> okay, you didn't have to say that, buddy. <laughs> Just pointing out, just pointing out my usual my, my usual trip to the health center was because I was sick, not because I was about to. How, because how dare you let me you. think? How dare you let me think you were gonna have sex? How could you? I was so sorry I let you down, Marcus. <laughs> um, but I was just sitting there waiting for my, my name to get called, and she comes up and asks for some condoms. And the lady is like, uh, like a particular size, and she was like, just just a, a bunch, just doesn't matter, different sizes. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> This lady knows herself. Hell yes. Yeah, I know when they used to do Rocky Horror Picture Show at our university, they would go to the health center to like get condoms for like condom balloons for the crowd. And they would just be like, hey, can we have 400 condoms? And they would just grab a box with like exactly 400 condoms in it. And they're just like, oh yeah, here, have these. Hell yeah. Oh and they're like, okay, cool, we'll take it. Smith, did you know that uh, our mutual friend was in the... Uh... Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I was there with you <laughs> when it happened. Yeah, uh, you were Mar- three feet away from me. Okay, I was just making sure. Marcus, don't oh, memory so good. <laughs> Shut up! I'm getting old. You're thirty. 
Shut up. <laughs> Which I one think of you older. older. Yeah, you're you're older than him. You fucking old bag. So of what? Shit. You're 29, Marcus. <laughs> Probably. No, Probably. Probably. <laughs> I don't memory good. Leave, <laughs> leave be. Oh good. But no, yeah, I'm, I am 30. Yes. So we uh. As you guys can tell already, it's been a little bit of a slow news week as yeah. far as uh, things that are pertinent to this podcast. There's a couple of things we could circle around about uh, throughout the conversation. But we um, we do have a, a topic at hand that we'd like to talk about since we're all uh, all nerds. You want to wanna take us into this, Smith? Uh, so right now, the uh, Electronics and Entertainment Expo, I believe, is happening. Uh, E3, as they call it, which is I've really never, big. I've never understood why they call it E3. I've never, I can never <laughs> understand it. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy, right? It eludes me. You think by now it'll be like E27 or something, right? Since there's been a bunch of these Yeah, there's so been plenty. Yeah. Um, it's like I went yeah. to go see Apollo 11, and I'm like, where's the first ten? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is like a big trade show for, for video game stuff, and usually it's the time of the year when everyone tunes in to see, like, big announcements, you know, there's, there's big shit's gonna, gonna, gonna happen, you know, we're gonna see new stuff, and, uh, I have not been keeping up with it as carefully as I usually do, because mm-hmm. on this podcast we half-ass things, but I have been tuning in when I can to see stuff, and it's been pretty interesting so far. Y'all seen any highlights that really got your attention? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's one that has kind of taken the whole world by storm, whether you play video games or not. And uh, the the guys who made The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt have a new game coming out called Cyberpunk 2077. It's been garnering a lot of attention just because it's been in the works for so long. It's the game that this company says they really wanted to make for a long time. And people have been so hyped. And last night they just revealed... I don't know if he's the star of the game or what, but he, uh, an actor is in the game, and that actor is Keanu Reeves. Spoiler alert for people who, did, who wanted yeah. to watch the trailer. Spoiler alert for the fucking news. <laughs> like, like Keanu like came out, introduced him, people were like, holy shit, Keanu Reeves is here? What the fuck? Like, he must be yeah. a fan or something. Yeah, they're like, oh, they the- probably just shilled out some money to get, get a cool guy here. Like, did y'all watch the trailer? Yeah, I did watch the trailer. I did not. Uh, I just so saw the, the still. At the end of it, Keanu Reeves shows up, and he is in the game, and he is playing a character from the old 90s tabletop RPG uh, named Johnny Silverhand, because he has a robot arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the, in, the, in the game, he was a rocker boy, and now he's, like, old, sort of. As old as Keanu Reeves can possibly get. So he's not the main character of the game? No, no, you're, you create your own character. Okay. So it's not a Norman Reedus Death Stranding kind of situation? <laughs> no, no, no. Which we can, once again, I say this on top, we could do a whole podcast about how little we know about Death Stranding. Um, um, I watched the entire nine minute long trailer for Death Stranding, and I know less than when I started. Yeah, Death Stranding I, is the real, real epitome of Kojima just getting to do whatever the fuck he wants. I know I want one of those fucking infinity ladders, that shit is amazing. There's literally no one to tell Kojima no anymore, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he, this is the Star Wars prequels for Kojima, and let's hope it's just as good. My favorite part of the thing is there is a character in the game whose name, I shit you not, is Die Hardman. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, kind of on the nose, just like in the Star Wars prequels, when 
the guy who sells death sticks is named Elano Sleesbagano. Yes. Which is just an on-the-nose name, and hey, it works out well for everybody involved. Look, people can hate on George Lucas all they want, but the fact that he had, for a while there, uh, complete control over Star Wars, and whatever he said became law... Is actually pretty funny if you ask yeah. me. Like when he was like, when he was on like John Stewart, and John Stewart was like, "What planet are Obi Wan from?" And he was like, "Uh, Stu John," and it became so. <laughs> yes, and he said it, and it became true. Not a lot of people in all of history have had that much control over something they made. That's as close as you can be to God. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just speak things into existence. And that's why Disney bought it from them. They're like, we don't want this guy going around saying whatever he wants. <laughs> so. We gotta take some. We gotta take some control over this. Now, how does that stack up against J.K. Rowling like inserting shit post mortem into her books? <laughs> uh, yeah, J.K. Rowling. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and I mean it with 100% sincerity. Sucks. <laughs> um, Harry Potter oh. books. They're pretty good. I read them when I was young. They're good books. I read like four of them. I didn't read them all. I'm not fucking nerd. Um, they're pretty good. <laughs> Movies, also pretty good. I rewatched uh, Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows Part 1 the other day. They don't hold up that well, I gotta say. Other ones are actually still pretty good, but that, those, those don't hold up that well to me. Um, but yeah, the, her, her shit she is on, um, not only from adding that every character in the whole franchise is gay. Every one of them. So, any hetero relationships have been nullified, basically. <laughs> and the her avid defense of Johnny Depp among all the shit he's gone through pretty much leaves a big stain on her career for me. Yeah, her, her like, Dumbledore was gay and Hagrid had a broke dick and Hermione was black and wait, all wait, this is true. Can we pause for a second? Uh-huh. A broke dick? Excuse I made that me? up. That's, 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 okay, that's, 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 that's fake. <laughs> no, but wasn't it oh, that, wasn't somebody transgender? Like, was it Hagrid that was transgender? Somebody no, was like she trans. said that there was a transgender student or something like that. Oh, that yeah. Was, that was named once in the book and there was a Jewish student and all this kind of stuff and it's like, great, fantastic. Yeah. The Hermione is black thing is the biggest <laughs> what the fuck I've seen so far. Hermione is black might be great, though. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. hey, listen, Hermione <laughs> could be black, but you would think when they made the eight fucking movies before they started, she would have been like, oh, the characters intend to be black, actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, let's cast a black person for this. And they're like, nah, she, they'll she, get it. She, <laughs> she was busy counting her money, so you know. Yeah. Also, Jackie Rowling, you literally have a billion dollars from being a writer of books. There are very few people who get that kind of money from books. Just take a break. You don't have to make anything. You don't have to keep telling us about Harry Potter. We got <laughs> all we needed. Careful, Seth. She might turn you gay. All right. That's true. <laughs> might come on tomorrow. On the Millennials podcast says Seth has actually been gay the whole time. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't know. Let's also, real quick, I have two points of order to make. Go ahead. Uh, about, about subjects we talked about so far. First of all, J.K. Rowling, uh, she sucks. I, I agree. But one thing we can't forget about her, the uh, reason why she sucks is when she was young and writing Harry Potter, she was a, a single, I think, mother living on public assistance. You know, she got welfare from the, the British state. And now that she's a billionaire, she refuses to vote for so like 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 economically progressive policies. She opposes the Labour Party and won't vote for them because she doesn't like Jeremy Corbyn or something. So she yeah. she's hoarding her money now. Yeah, she thinks she had less money, so she she say no. 
two, Cyberpunk 2077, um, CD Projekt Red is the Polish company that makes it and The Witcher. And I would be remiss if I didn't point out, since we are a socialist podcast, that by all the reports we have available to us, CDPR is one of the worst employers in the video game industry. Oh, yeah. They work people to the bone over there. Yeah, it's... They, like, uh, just chew them up and spit them out. Yeah, it's rock star levels of uh, mistreatment of employees over there. They've been... They did it for The Witcher, and once again... Did The Witcher 3 win a bunch of awards and, you know, get all this critical acclaim? Yes. Did the people who had to work 120 hours a week get any of that? Or does it mean anything to them, honestly? No. And Not really. And Cyberpunk 2077, it'll probably be great, too. They'll probably make a bunch of money and they'll probably get a bunch of awards. And these people who are worked to the bone won't even be won't even be allowed to be awake while the awards are happening because they'll be asleep from all the work they've done. There's also a little bit of contention about Cyberpunk 2077's cover. Have you guys seen the cover for the game? No. Mm-mm. It's a, just a, a generic white guy holding a gun. He's got some cybernetic stuff going on or whatever. It's not like every fucking game now. It literally is, dude. Like, <laughs> every game is a generic white guy holding a gun. Um, and I, just, I, I think this is ridiculous for one reason. I'm not really on the whole, like, representation, politics stuff. I mean, it's fine, it's good, it's, it's, all, it's all okay. I don't usually, like, make it my, my central point of what I'm mad about on, on the usual thing. But in this situation, it does piss me off because Cyberpunk 2077 was based on Cyberpunk 2020, an RPG written in the 90s by Mike Pondsmith, who happens to be a black guy. He is one of the very, very, very vanishingly few black tabletop RPG people, like, that are of any prominence, especially in terms of writers. And he wrote, like, one of the foundational cyberpunk games that spawned, like, an entire tabletop genre. And it just feels like putting a white guy on the cover of this is so fucking, like, I don't know, it seems lame to me. Yeah, I know last year they already had their controversy with the whole, um, making that trans joke or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it does feel like they're not really doing themselves a lot of favors in the progressive department. But uh, you hire Keanu Reeves, people forget everything. That's so. true. <laughs> you bring in Keanu and all is forgiven. And uh, I'm sorry to say, I 100% agree. Keanu is the best. <laughs> he's the, the most amazing person alive. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's a great actor. He's a great person. He's uh, one of the more self selfless um, celebrities we have, and it's, it's just cool to see that, so, uh, I have yeah. a real quick, uh, a real quick thing to talk about besides E3 real, real fast. Of course. Uh, this is a, a real quick statement that I've got here from billionaire investor Stanley Drunkenmiller, which sounds like a fake name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says stocks would fall 30 to 40% if Bernie Sanders were elected president. Who cares? Oh, Next. That's it? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I don't care how much stocks drop because I don't have any stocks. And stocks don't really seem to affect my everyday life. Yeah. Oddly, I do have stocks. And really? I don't give a fuck about them. Yeah. In what? Um, Are you allowed to say? See. I mean, yeah. I fucking paid for them. <laughs> of course I'm allowed to say. I've got some in Disney. Wow. Some in uh, pharmaceuticals. Oh my god, Marcus. Uh, what? What is happening <laughs> right now? I mean, I'm in the game. I'm playing it. So, that's okay. that. Wow. Didn't you I invest mean, in Ubisoft? Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, Ubisoft, Blizzard. Um, yeah, just lots of video game companies and entertainment. And some pharmaceuticals. 
So yeah. Yeah, Ubisoft sends me playtest emails every month. Because they have a they have a studio, uh, a Red Storm studio in like Raleigh, which isn't very far from me. Mm. Uh, but I never they're all like it's like you you do go for a day and you you do get paid you get like fifty to a hundred dollars or whatever. Mm. But it's never worth me actually taking a day off of work. Another reason capitalism sucks. Um, mm. It's never really worth uh, taking a day off of work uh, just to go test a video game that might not even be good. Like, well, forward be, like, those emails Assassin's to Creed. me. Um, okay, well you'll have to come to Raleigh. Um, bring it. Well, you have to pose as fun. Seth. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I am Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I play video games. Yes. Is that an impression of me? <laughs> it's a very bad one, but okay. <laughs> yes, sounded fine to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, but yeah, and some some of the more wild news that I the, I've, probably the first thing I heard out of E three is that the guys who make Dark Souls are teaming up with America's sweetheart, George R.R. R. Martin, oh, Jesus. to make a video game called Elden Ring. Okay. What you think what it was What were you afraid of, Marcus? I thought it was going to be a Game of Thrones game. Oh, uh, they've, they've already done that. Oh, good. Wait. What? Who? Okay, they made, like, Thrones, two like, of those, haven't Yeah, they? they made one that was actually, like, supposed to be, like, a RPG that, like, really, really suck. And then they made the Telltale game. Okay, I played the Telltale one, like, an uh, episode or two. And yeah. I was like, eh, this, this seems bad. Yeah, I played, every like, three decision episodes, and I was like... Gets you killed. I just didn't like the idea, like, I, th- I thought... It was interesting that they, like, they made you this family that doesn't exist in the show or the books so that you could <laughs> somehow be around all the big events but not actually be a part of them. But it got so tiring for them to explain why this character was here and talking to this random person from this other house. And then how they got to the like the, oh they're at the red wedding now, and it's like I don't I don't need this okay just make me play as fucking just make it a game within Game of Thrones I don't have to play the main plot of Game of Thrones just make me oh, some yeah. fucking person somewhere else who's fucking dealing with their own shit and it can be a good game. I'm just trying to figure out what this meeting between George R R Martin and what's his name Hidetaka Miyazaki looks like. What are they? What are they doing? I mean, they're probably just covered in hookers and dope, and we're like, let's just make a game. Why not? They're like, hey, I made Dark Souls, and he's like, well, I made Game of Thrones. We should team up. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're like, wait, you, yours got swords? Mine too. That's cool. I, I want to see George R. R. Martin in a kimono on his knees, just about to do some crack off some girls. You, if ass. you go to a convention and walk into his hotel room, you'll probably see that. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, I'm, yeah. uh, he nasty. Yeah, I'm oh. not, yeah, you might not know this, Marcus, oh. but George R. R. Martin fucks like a, a lot. lot. <laughs> like, he puts a lot of girls in Game of Thrones cosplay. He took I that Game of Thrones money and he he went with it. This is not anything I wanted to know about George <laughs> oh, R. R. Yeah. R. Mountain. Brooklyn Nine Nine George... did a whole parody about it. It's so funny. God. I said um, George R. R. Mountain. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, because he's... This is his older brother. Yeah, because uh, all those girls he's with are George R. R. Mountain Hill. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's been the Millennials Podcast. <laughs> We're <laughs> out, baby. It's the last episode ever. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of, of having swords in your games... Yes. Um, Namco Bandai... <laughs> Also has a game coming out called Tales of Arise, they which do. is part of the larger Tales series. And normally I wouldn't talk about this, but there's a moment in the trailer where what I assume is the main character of the, of the game because he's in all the other fucking shots. 
is like walking through a cave and he stops and he reaches over to the girl next to him and like reaches into her chest cavity and pulls out a sword out of a glowing wow. portal that appears in her. I mean, sounds like basic anime stuff. And I was just like, so this woman's just a sword holder for this guy, essentially. Just a holster. Does he then say Kali Ma? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it was just struck me as just a, another strange, crazy thing I've seen now. That's another thing that, like, E3 always makes me realize is there's a lot of fucking games. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. even play 1% of 1% of them, probably. And there's True. so many fucking games that come out, and somebody's playing them. Yeah. Like, every game has people playing it somehow. And it's like, how do people know about this? Like, I only find out about things. Fuck it, I just found out there's a Vampire Masquerade sequel coming out. <laughs> ah! Ah! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I activated. I activated somebody on the podcast. I've got it under control. Um, Alright, what do you think about a sure. sequel to Vampire the Masquerade? I'm so fucking excited. I'm so fucking excited with this game, y'all. I think you call Vampire the Masquerade like one of your favorite games ever, right? It is probably my number one favorite RPG of all time. Like, wow. hands down. Best RPG Damn. I've ever played. Uh, I mean, what is there to say? It's like, it's transcendent. You could you could do so many things. There's so many storylines to go and see. There are so many ways to play the game. Like, you could play as a fucking Nosferatu who can't even be seen in public because you're like a fucking monster, so people run away from you. It's a whole other way. You could play as a Malkavian and you're fucking cuckoo batshit and you can see God and stuff. It's, oh. I don't know, guys. It's I'm so excited. I can't, I can't, I can't do yeah, it. It's so it's- great. It's definitely a cool game. I probably didn't, I didn't play it as much as you. I played it for you know a good couple of you know hours, five or six hours. I thought it was very fun. I should probably one day finish the game because you do make you do sell it pretty well. Yeah, and um, I haven't played it at all. Wow. Um, you do have to install mods if you want to play it these days, though. I'm reinstalling um, it right now. Wow. <laughs> you have to have this like mod called like Gold Box or something, and then you gotta have like this mod that actually makes it work because. So what you're saying is I have to emulate it. <laughs> no, it does. It's not that complicated. But you, you're, oh, you're gonna yeah. want to have the restored uh, content and patch. And you're gonna want to have. Let's, let's, I can show you what to do. Yeah, okay. it's not hard. So, it's just like you. You can't just like click play. They don't tell you that when you get it on Steam that you can't just press <laughs> play and it actually work. <laughs> um, but here's here's the to me, right? You got Cyberpunk 2077 come out and Vampire the Masquerade 2, both of which are based on tabletop role-playing games from, like, back in the fucking 90s. Yeah. They're mining that shit hard. Something, a lot of, one thing people don't know about a lot of the big RPGs, video games, is they're all made by guys who play tabletop games. Because before they had these cool video games, they all had to play tabletop to ever flex any of these, like, writing and, like, you know, character development skills they had. Um, so that's why they're just basing a lot of games off of it, because these fucking guys played them for so long. And they still play them. When are we getting a Torg RPG? Give me the Torg RPG. Oh, man. When are we going to um, get GURPS, the game? <laughs> uh, by the way, did you guys watch the Bethesda, uh, like, panel? I did not, but can you tell me about it? Because I see so many memes about it, and I don't understand them. Oh, oh Dude, boy. literally, Todd Howard comes out at the beginning. Oh, that's not Todd Howard. It's Pete Hines. It's some dude. Comes out at the beginning, and is like, thank you for sending us death threats. Like, he doesn't say <laughs> that, but he's like, thank you for abusing us and harassing us and yelling at us and screaming at us online forever. We deserve it, and we're going to be better. And I'm like, have some fucking dignity, man. Like, come on! Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't just give it to us. 
just starts off real strong with them apologizing and, and thanking people for, for, for being horrible to them. And then they announced basically nothing of substance. It was like, oh, here's some Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 shit. Pfft, no one cares. Doom Eternal. I guess there was that. There was Doom Eternal. Oh, yes. So does Elder Scrolls have a release date yet? Um, the next one, six? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they didn't even show it this time. They showed a trailer last time. Nothing this time. Well, the trailer they showed was just like a bunch, like a landscape. Like, oh, True. look at this landscape. Like, who fucking cares? And they released that fucking phone game. I'll tell you one thing. Whether they capitalized on anything from last year, Bethesda, Todd Howard last year, he came out and tore everyone, he tore their assholes open. It's true. And he was like, I'm going to have the best presentation at E3. Does it matter that we're not releasing any games? No. I have the best presentation. <laughs> um, um, y'all, know, y'all know Arcane Studios, guys that made like Dishonored and Prey? Yes. Mm-hmm. Their new game is called Death Loop. And mm. it's about two people, I guess, who are trying to kill each other for different reasons. And they're both caught in a time loop where when one of them dies, the world resets. And it's going to be... It's going to be like dishonored levels of like level design. That sounds awesome. I'm into that shit. I'm I'm so down. Yeah, that um, sounds cool. The other thing that sounds cool speaking of Bethesda affiliates is uh, what's it called? Outer Worlds? Ah. It's oh, the yeah. Fallout New Vegas, but you know, these days. <laughs> and, no, it's in, the, it's in the future. I mean, I'm saying it's made now. Like it's not it's oh, a yeah, new yeah, it's yeah. a new game. It's like sure. made by not Bethesda, but still is Obsidian, right? Uh, Am I wrong? Yeah, Obsidian. Mm -hmm. And I watched trailer. It's one of the few trailers I've actually watched this year, and it looks kind of cool. And I'm glad this game got funding now that they don't have Bethesda behind them anymore. And yeah, I hope that it turns out really well for them because Fallout New Vegas is probably one of probably the most underrated Fallout game. People talk about three so much. Um, People even love four a lot now. And yeah, I just think I think New Vegas was just fucking different its time and, and just did so many cool things like you just you could run the whole fucking whole table in that game and it was just fun as hell yeah marcus you see anything inside of you um well the final fantasy 7 remake of course like oh is it finally coming shit, out they, i mean they've got a beautiful fucking trailer so I'm, i hope so uh, march <laughs> 2020 they've only Ooh. said wow well, for episode one of five episodes. Yeah, oh, they were going to release episode that. one, like, last year they were going to release episode one. Yeah. And now it's become 2020, maybe, for episode one. I just I just like that Final Fantasy is becoming a bit more interactive, like, because when we hit, what was it, 14 with lightning, or is it 13? That's 13. 13 is 13. Lightning. 13 with lightning, that game was, I don't even understand, like... Why would you make a game that I don't have to play? <laughs> it's insane. Oh, that was uh, twelve was the one where you could set up like, like literal like set set up like programming in the game to like run yes, the characters like for that. you. And I was just like, um, so I don't need to be here. Okay, um, great okay, game, guys. I always had a fun like time like tweaking it so that it would work enough, you know, to try and like set it up. But then I did not. I eventually I was like, nah, I'm just gonna play the game myself. I'll just, do, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Like, I, personally, I was just grinding until I got strong enough that, like, the code I wanted worked. So. <laughs> I should have never stopped using turn-based. Yeah. But I, I do like the more open kind of fighting version that they're going for. Yeah. But still with the RPG elements, so. 
That's what I'm looking forward to. Well, uh, just tonight, a few minutes ago, the Ubisoft uh, presentation ended. Yeah, I saw that they, they announced some shit. There are two that I want to talk about. Okay, um, how many new Assassin's Creed's are there? There uh, <laughs> is just a DLC coming for the Greek one. Um, oh, apparently oh, you can now create your own levels or something like that. Oh, nice. Uh, one, though, is called Gods and Monsters, which is the first, I think, of what will be a trend, hopefully, of Breath of the Wild alikes. It is a beautiful game from what I'm seeing on screenshots here. Absolutely gorgeous aesthetic on this thing. It's like you, you fight Greek mythological creatures and like a recreation of ancient Greece. Very cartoony style, you know, very smooth animations. It looks pretty cool, y'all. I will say one thing. You better not say those words lightly. Because you're talking to a man who says Breath of the Wild is the greatest video game ever made. Oh, I'm saying it, it looks like they're trying to make a game in that style. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, that style, it, it's, I, I've got to see this. I've, I've got to see what they're going for. But, because that, that game means so much to me. I've actually been thinking about doing another 100% playthrough pretty soon. Another? I've done three so far. Holy but I've crap. never played the DLC, actually, so I'm actually thinking I should do oh, the DLC first. Yes, you should do that. I've heard that's interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I fucking love that game. And yeah, I'm looking at some screenshots right now. And yeah, it does look like, oh, wow. They're, I'm looking at the little zoom in. It's very Breath of the Wild. I know, right? This is, uh... Oh, is the main character a girl, though? I believe so, yes. That's cool. Um, wow. I'm, I'm not against this. So, and the other thing they, they announced, which is crazy to me, is called uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Yes. Um, this game has now, an interesting gimmick, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, Marcus, did you see this? I have not seen it, but I know the first Watch Dogs didn't do that great. No, 2 was much better. 2 was greatly improved. <laughs> yeah, 2 was great. But 3, or I guess Legion, uh, in this game you're playing as a team of Resistance people. You can control any one of them. Uh, the other, the crazy thing of the game is, you can recruit and play as anybody you see in the game. Oh, okay. And with full voice acting. Oh. Oh, that's gotta be, like, randomly generated or something. Apparently you can, like, target people that you come across as random passerby and, like, say, this person was secretly part of our team the whole time. (laughs) And then add them to your roster, basically. Okay, okay. What I need with this gimmick is the more you play the game, the more ridiculous and insane the NPCs are. So when you recruit them, like, yes, this man in the top hat and the clown shoes was with us the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's also permadeath. If any of your characters die, they are dead. Oh, makes sense. Guess which city it takes place in? Atlanta. Oh, Oh, no, it's in France or something. Jolly old London, mate. London, yeah, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> Teasing a biscuit. Gonna oh, hack some computers. Okay. You I sound need like you're from this London. Hello, governor. It's time to join the watchdogs. I don't know if this sounds like London to me. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Killing Eve, and this just does not sound oh, correct. We're going to watch some BBC and then hack the computers. <laughs> Which BBC are you watching? The BBC, the British Broadcasting Ah, Corporation. Of course. course. Yeah, they have the real BBC. I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. I have a real BBC, too. Well, don't say this. Don't do this. (laughs) What? I watch British Broadcasting all the time. That's not what you were saying. (laughs) 
don't think you're smarter than me. <laughs> I'm pretty close. Our pretty our close. um our listeners don't need it. You're already making them worse enough. <laughs> That's uh, true. You need to calm down. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, the Star Wars game. Oh yes, that does look cool. Uh, what you see, Marcus? It was okay. Well, yeah, the Star Wars game. Um, it looks like a, a toned down version of Sky Star Star Killer. Yeah, oh. that was his name, right? Uh, What's that game? Force Unleashed. Yes, that Sorry. guy. Starkiller was his name, right? Well, not his real name, but code name. But yeah, he's doing the, like, someone shoot shot a laser blast at him, and he just froze it in time or space. And I was like, okay. Then he pulled the dude into it. It's it's more intimate combat flow, and I, I appreciate that. By the way... Terminator Dark Fate has now two video game crossovers. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in fucking Gears of War 5. Oh, yeah. Out that's, this fall. That's, oh, that's, that's going to be terrifying. And they're, they're going to be in fucking Ghost Recon. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm looking Wait. at these fucking headlines on Polygon, y'all. There's some crazy shit happening. Really? Oh, my. Uh, uh, the Division is going back to New York City, which is pretty cool in my opinion. But also, a Division movie is coming out on Netflix mm. with Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Okay. I'm like, what is going on right now? John Barenthal has a dog. Uh, yeah. Oh, you should go see that crazy-ass Ghostbusters game is coming out? No. A Ghostbusters it's, game? It's not an actual Ghostbusters game, but it's it's, it's oh. like it's a, it's a 4v1 where for, you have four people who are, like, not Ghostbusters and wear, yeah. like, colorful hazmat suits, and one person is playing as a ghost. And apparently it's, like, a timed thing where at midnight, like, you're trying to catch the ghost or whatever, and you're, like, zapping shit and trying to, like, hoover the ghost up, and it's trying to, like, throw shit at you and, like, kill you and stuff. And then at midnight, the ghost apparently becomes super powerful and just fucks you up. Mm. Yes, I actually, I saw a little, uh, I watched a little gif from this earlier. It's very, like, very vibrant and, like, hyperactive. I mean, it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that shit. Like, I'm look, some of these weird small games look pretty cool. Uh, I didn't actually watch. I didn't watch it yet because I wanted to devote time to actually watching it. But I hear Devolver Digital knocked it out of the park again. Very weird. Very weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing like version, like di- different versions of their own games. Yeah, they're doing like a, they have a, they have a rip off bundle. Yeah. Where they rip off their own games, which is like pretty cool. I mean, that's what you do. You've made all those assets, all that shit. Might as well use it again. Um. So, Seth, I have a question for you. Actually, yes. Tell me about Auto Chess and the other variant we see of this coming out. Okay. So I have no idea anything about um Dota Auto Chess. Well, shit. Um, no clue what it is. I'm assuming that it's a, a game where you, you take Dota 2 champions, and, or I think they're called heroes in Dota 2, whatever the fuck they're called, and you, you kind of lay them out hex style, um, and you get to do battle. And people, I, all I know is people are like kind of obsessed with it. Even people who don't play Dota are like kind of into it, and I like think it's like a cool little tactics game. And because of that, uh, another studio who makes a popular MOBA, Riot Games, has decided they're making their own version with League of Legends. And we're open about it. They said, we love Dota Auto Chess, so we're making our own version of it. It's called (laughs) Team Fight Tactics, and it's already live on their their beta server. And they're going to push it out by the the end of the month for public to play. But yeah, it's going to be its own little, like, you get to take, like, draft the League of Legends champions, put them out on the field, and 
trying to w win a team fight, but with um like through the through the turn-based system. Okay, hmm. I'm into it. It's me. Are you and me? You know me. I love turn-based shit. Oh, I know. Um, let's see here. There's also a game called uh, Carrion. Did you guys see this? Carrion. No. It's like a side trolling type of game. So you guys know the movie The Thing? Yeah. What if you can play a video game version of The Thing, but you play as The Thing? Oh, hell yeah. So, like, your job is, like, blend in with other people and pretend to be a human being long enough to, like, mutate and, like, infect them and shit. Mm. <laughs> I've been pretending to be human for my whole life. Oh, God. Shit <laughs> <laughs> is happening. Checkmate. Get the flamethrower. Um, um, Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the West finally, like, five right. years later. Tell me about it. You played Fantasy Star Online 1, correct? I did, yes. And it's a, a, a Jap, like Japan only. I think PSO 1 came out in America for a while or whatever, but I played this bootleg version uh, of PSO 2. Um, it's just a fucking crazy-ass, like, RPG, which is super fucking, like, uh, in-depth. And it has a crazy, like, science fantasy aesthetic. And it's been one of those things where people have been asking for it for, like, ten years now to come to America. And they said, like, four years ago, we're going we're gonna to bring it to the West. And they never did. And so now it finally is happening, and a lot of people are very excited about it. And it looks, I mean, hey, you know what? If you're into that kind of stuff, it, it seems pretty cool. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. I know, like, people, people get upset about all kind of stuff with localization for, like, video games and, uh, <laughs> anime and stuff. <laughs> um, and it takes forever for the Evangelion movies to get to America, and people get kind of upset about it. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean... I'm sure it's not a very easy process to convert these things over, especially when it's probably not your number one priority. So, yeah, I can see how things, how it might not be the, the fastest process for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, there's there's a lot of, I don't know when Sony's conference is. I think that there's going to be a, uh, I know Square Enix is happening like right now, I think. Uh, but I don't know when, when Sony's having theirs, because, well, that's one thing we should talk about, I guess, is Microsoft's big ending announcement was they have a new console coming. Yep, they're like, here's the Xbox fucking 7, and oh, we God. hate you, and we want you to spend more money on our stupid the shit. Xbox 2. And Hooray. I don't give a fuck, and it's four times more powerful than the Xbox One, which means it's... About, it's about as good at playing games as my MacBook is, so... <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I, what, what, what's the deal with it? It's called the, uh, the Alexa or something. Project Scarlet. <laughs> Scarlet. The Alexa. Yeah. I imagine they'll be integrated with Alexa at some point. <laughs> I think Xbox is going the wrong way with building a new console. I think they should just continue this, like, what they're doing with, like, some of the newer games, which is, like, I bought, what was it? Uh, Dead, blah, blah, blah. State of, State of Decay? It. Yes, I bought State of Decay. And they got it, I got it on Xbox and PC when I bought it. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like they should continue that trick instead of making more consoles. Because consoles are, are dying off, in my opinion. Like, I don't think I'm going to buy another one unless yeah, something I'll, amazing happens. I'll definitely buy whatever Nintendo makes next. Although I think they should just stick with the Switch. 
Yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't see them making anything better than the Switch in a, uh, another lifetime. Although Nintendo always proves me wrong. But <laughs> yeah, the the Switch is fucking cool as hell. And if they do make a new one, I think I think it should just be new Switch. Like keep <laughs> keep the same concept. Switch Switcher. Don't even call it Switch Two or Switch. Just call it new Switch. Eventually, we'll just call it Switch, and it'll be normal. New Switch, more Switch. Yes. Switch. Although you know what's crazy to me? What? Um, we talk about some more, but one of my favorite games uh, at the moment, Destiny Two, is getting some crazy new things in it, which is it's going free to play first of all. Wow! It's also going to have fucking cross saving between PS4 and PC. Huh? That's interesting. So you can now share those saves, which is which is crazy as hell. Okay, so your account persists across both systems. Exactly. So it's like you can sync them up together, yeah. basically. But not Xbox. Uh, I think Xbox will be rolled. Will be folded in a little later. But yes. I was about to say, you feel like Xbox would be faster since it's like a Microsoft thing, and you know Microsoft does. PCs yeah, but Sony's PCs. got fat money. Well, apparently they, they were the one begging uh, Sony to do this. Really? Yeah. From like the insider reports the I've heard, like Sony baby. did not want to do this. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I've heard. But it, so it's weird to me that they they were the first on board with this. I'm guessing that like they mostly have like, some kind of deals coming, I guess, with the Destiny with Bungie or something for like a game that's exclusive to PlayStation or something. It's got to be right. Yeah. Um. So that was a that was a pretty big thing. I mean, Destiny Two, I think, is is like the best first person. Like, well, I guess probably. I mean, damn, Des- like, the Division Two is also super good. You know what? I'm gonna hold off. I can't tell. Both of them are really <laughs> good games. Yeah, you're you're really into the Destiny and the Division. So yeah. I, I can see how it would be a dilemma uh, for you. I enjoy the aesthetic of Destiny better. Uh, I can agree with that. The Division 2 uh, is fine, but, you know, I'm Tom Clancy, modern day, like, gun yeah. fucker shit doesn't do much for me. Does Destiny 2 have better aesthetic than the first one? Because I wasn't, I mean, I thought the first one was, like, kind of cool, but it could definitely have been better. It's more of the same, like, space fantasy weirdness. Okay. I always um, thought they could go like a if Destiny. I, I guess they can't do it at this point. They could always go like like Borderlands direction, and just kind of have some wacky shit because that's what makes Borderlands so cool. Shit. I mean, but then they just be trying to be Borderlands. Like that's true, but you know, imitation is the best form of flattery. True. Which, by the way, Borderlands Three. Yes. Borderlands oh. Yeah, you know, announced uh, announced a couple months ago to um a lot of outrage because of this whole Epic Store dilemma. Or debacle, I should say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll still probably play it. I love the first two. I played the second one for hundreds of hours, so. It's it's one of those things where, um, I love the games. I you know people people shit on it. people are like oh Borp's bad fuck you I love those games they were so fun to play together with my friends. Um, but I just don't want to give Randy Pitchford any money, guys. That dude fucking <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like, I kind of decided to forget about that guy for a while. I was like, oh, he he's not like a person, is he? But um, yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's not the best. I'll, I'll say that if that's controversial. Uh, I'll say this. Um, and first of all, this is unsubstantiated. Uh, so parody, parody, parody. Uh, TM, TM, TM. This is a video game. Uh, one of his employees said that they like he they they, they found a, a flash drive after like a thing at a, like a, a restaurant that had like a bunch of child porn on it that belonged wow. to him, and he yes. said that it was like a joke or something. He didn't even say that it wasn't there. He just said that it was a joke. Uh, yeah, was... according to this one employee. Wow. Wow. 
Also, by the uh, way, real real quick crazy thing. Uh, the guy who does the voice for Claptrap is not in Borderlands 3, and do you know why? Yeah, didn't he... Why? He was a union guy, right? Uh, no, he never got paid to be Claptrap. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. He did it for free, and now that he doesn't work for them anymore, he wanted to get paid, and they said, no, we don't have money for you. Wow. Which is, like, super fucked up. Like, come on, you, you got money to pay this guy yeah, with. Yeah, you got fucking millions of goddamn dollars. Give the man some fucking money. Yeah, you guys fucking live and die off voice acting. That's, like, one of the best yeah. parts of Borderlands. Oh, yeah. They should definitely be, uh... Uh, paying this guy because I mean, I mean Claptrap is like the iconic Borderlands character he really is <laughs> like everybody fucking remembers Claptrap yeah uh, let's see here there's a game coming out called Chris Tales where you, you it's an RPG where you can see the past present and the future all at the same time and like manipulate them oh, oh, oh god shit. that sounds like it's gonna freak my <laughs> bean <laughs> you're right <laughs> I'm gonna go insane from playing a Celtic video game there's a game called Children of Morda, which is like a, 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 a very sort of like... Remember remember that game, um, Hyperlight Drifter? Yeah. It kind of yeah. has an aesthetic kind of like that, but more fantasy. And it's, it's like a good the game. is... Oh, it's a great game. Uh, you play as a family of adventurers, and each one has their own skills and whatnot, and they can pass, like, items down to each other and stuff. It's, it's, it's interesting. Okay. I think that's all the Ooh. big announcements. Oh, you got something, Marcus? <laughs> While we're talking... While we're talking about game-related stuff, who's seen the first episode of this new season of Black Mirror? Not me. I have not watched it. Oh, Tell Lord. us about it, Marcus. Damn it, okay. Those are these spoilers, so, It's a fighting oh, game, right? It is a fighting game. It's basically Street Fighter. And obviously, there's some kind of problem. That's what Black Mirror does. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, see, Marcus, but, you're describing uh, all things that have a plot. I <laughs> There's a problem. Going on. I was, I was trying to be vague, but that's fuck, fine. We'll we'll up. watch it and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Yes, here's here's, here's, yes, here's, here's, here's what I want to know: How? What is the severity of the problem? Like, is it murder, <sighs> death, destruction, or is yeah, it like it's, my it's, life is a little bit worse now? It's more of a complex scenario. Great, thank you. Very descriptive. <laughs> Marcus, why don't you write reviews for stuff? I feel like you can really <laughs> oh, articulate yes. this. I mean, hey, it's it's what I do, baby. Um, but yeah, it's not life or death. I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking get it. It's because it's, it's not it's not a life or death issue, but it is complicating your life while also like satisfying something. So like, my life, the viewer, yes. is complicating yeah. my life. So as I watch this, I'm going through the problem as well. Um. Uh, I mean, you could. <laughs> wow. Isn't it about like two old friends who are trying to reconnect using this fighting game or something like that? Yes, like that. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's a relatable story to everybody, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, now you're doing that thing where you say things in a certain way. <laughs> Or I, can tell you if you're, you're I don't bases. know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. now he's being condescending. He's looking <laughs> on us. Oh my god! Uh, I was hoping at least one of you had seen it. But yeah, t- next next week. Yeah, we I'll watch it. it and I'll watch it too. We'll see if we, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Is it um, the Miley Cyrus one or is that a different one? 
What? There's that an episode that has Miley Cyrus in it. Wow. No, it's not It's not this one. Have you not seen all of them yet? No, I just okay. watched the first episode. Oh, okay. I know one of them has like, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't one of them also have Anthony Mackie? Maybe. He is an actor. <laughs> he could be a blacker. Yeah, they is, it, have, is it Keanu Reeves in one of them? It could be Christopher Walken. Never Listen, know. What I've learned recently is that Keanu Reeves can show up at any time and anything. I've learned this fact. Show up at your house. Five minutes. Dude, if Keanu Reeves showed up at my house, I would quit this podcast because I'll be Keanu's best friend forever. Yeah, I would invite him in. And be like, you can have my bed. I'll take the couch. But he'd be like, no, I'll have the couch, Seth. Don't worry. He'll know my name already without introducing me. <laughs> he'll, he'll be like, I'll take the couch. Don't worry about it. Yeah. This is this is a reverse version of the uh, oh what's that terrible movie he was in? Uh, knock knock or whatever. No, he, he hasn't was. he hasn't been in a terrible movie. So that's true. How oh, dare very true. Yeah, <laughs> you fool. There's only one Matrix film, and it was fantastic. No, there are three Matrix films, and guess what? One's fantastic. The other two, not that bad. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> is this, are you doing like a Star Wars prequels esque like revisiting of the Matrix trilogy? I think we should. I, mm. I don't think they're that bad. I think they're just they're like it's more Matrix. What did what did we want? You know, yeah. like or or you can just play what is it that that one good Matrix game, the Path of Neo, the that one was, with Niobe. Yes, Niobe. Niobe. Jada Pinkett Smith character. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. No, that was the bad one. Leader of was a it? of a death metal band, actually. Yeah, I t- that was interesting when I found out. Yeah. What was it? Was it was Niobe and the other guy was named like Ghost, right? Remember that? Yeah, because he was wearing a white suit. I think they were all named Ghost at some point. You're thinking of the 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 Dreadlock Ghost Twins. I am thinking of the Dreadlock Ghost Twins, who were also wearing white suits. Did the Asian guy wear a white suit? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I remember he didn't. He never spoke once in the movies, and in the third one, Agent Smith turned him into a, a replica or whatever, and that's all oh, he yeah. did. <laughs> and they were like, no, play the video game. He's so cool and badass. And I'm like, I'm not going to play this game. Yeah. Play The Path of Neo. It's it's way better. The Path of Neo sounds like a... It's Marcus, I know that it's probably a good game, maybe, but it... Oh, man, that's maybe. a bad title. <gasps> no. It's, I mean, it's known as a very bad game. <laughs> the Path of Neo? Yes. No, I think you guys have it backwards. Because I love The Path of Neo. The other game was just like, wait, what What the heck is this? Marcus, no, we, we all like this. bad stuff, okay? There's plenty of things we, we all like that are bad. It's just yeah. like the time when you gave me that game you said was good, and it was the Burger King Big King Bumpin' Bumper <laughs> Car video game? Yeah, I think Marcus was a big Sneak King fan. <laughs> or that Sneak uh, King that is awful the best vampire game, game you bought me that one time? Ever... Wait, oh wait, you mean like... Well, what game was that? Blood Rain? No, that's that's a good vampire game. No. This is the one where, like, if a vampire, like, sees you five miles away in the city, you're dead. Remember? Game with, no, I don't it's remember. It's a low-budget, like, Japanese title. Is it the no. one with the big, um, the big baby that you fight? No, that's, that's Drakengard. It's very different. <laughs> oh, that was your favorite game, Marcus. <laughs> no, that was Seth's favorite game. He told me about that. <laughs> Nier was, a uh, uh, another good one. Um, oh, yes. So, uh, Square Enix is happening right now, but it's going to be too slow for us to get any real news, so... Yeah. Um, I think that's an episode, y'all. Yeah, I know. We didn't talk too much about our normal stuff, but it's been slow. Uh, E3 has taken over the, the, the news week, so we've, we had to focus on that for a little bit. 
but we'll, we'll come, come back. back. We'll come back stronger. fired up. That's um, right. I know. Oh yeah, I know you have some hot takes to, to spit to us later. So. All right. Well, um, I'm a Smith. You can find me on Twitter uh, at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Life of Seth. Uh, I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And I Marcus. also did the art for this podcast. I'm Ooh. so proud of you right now. Finally. Yeah, I did it. I feel like I'm a father and you're my child. You just took your first step. <laughs> yes, um, our theme song was done by Ben Powell. Um, he's been on a couple of episodes of this show, and he'll probably be on some more, especially when we do some movie reviews. Um, he has a podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they try to find out why on earth the WWE let Shane McMahon beat Roman Reigns this past Sunday. And so if you think that's interesting, go check it out. Uh, Southern Smackdown does not sound like a real podcast to me, Seth. <laughs> Wait, is this Ben Shapiro? My, my Ben Shapiro voice? <laughs> ben Shapiro. You want to hear a fun part of Ben Shapiro? What's that? Ben Shapiro can, he can, he can suck my dick without bending his knees. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I I'm 100% against making fun of people for their height, unless that person's name is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, my, there's my dig for the week, I'm Ben Shapiro. Uh, you can uh, lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck, uh, especially fuck Kevin Durant if he takes the championship away from Toronto Raptors, Tom Brady, and then we first reformed. Uh, play... Enter the Matrix, the Path of Neo. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's good. Uh, much like that video game, we've stopped trying to solve our problems, just trying to out- outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, ask the podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.